0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Recess. I'm your host, Reed Bervick, and today we are talking about mental health and privilege. Let's get into it. What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in today. Let's jump right into to kind of the topic of today's podcast which is mental health and privilege now over the last week or so i have taken a break from mental health content on social media on this podcast and i really wanted to reflect and consider my role specifically the identities that i hold in light of my role i'm a cis white male i was afforded the ability to attend a graduate school for mental health My dad paid for most of my undergrad, so I didn't really come out with too many loans. So I was free to not get a normal job and pursue school. This puts me very high on the privilege list and not everyone has access to this type of schooling or this type of information. And it's important for me to name this privilege in light of mental health specifically, because in this field, White male voices have been centered for a very long time. All the quote-unquote fathers of psychology are, are white men. Now, we know there are women and people of color who have made huge strides for a psychological understanding. They aren't really seen or aren't pointed to as much. And in school, I read mostly white male books. I was forced to, in a sense, anybody who has had education of any kind in the United States has experienced something very similar in school i did try to read other perspectives off syllabus but not as much as i could have or even needed to that being said it's important for me to state that i'm not an expert i am not an expert in mental health i am not the end-all be-all voice of mental health i'm a person who has experienced mental health education sitting with clients and my own personal experience. There are things that I have to say within the mental health field that can be helpful for some people based on my experience. And most of what I share, I learned from other people, albeit sometimes I put things together on my own or or with my own spin, we all learn things from other people. So I never want to frame myself as the expert. Now, I think I have good things to say. I'm not always right 100% of the time. And I have to be sure to remember that because I have privilege, because I have privileged identities, plural, and because white supremacy has crafted a culture that values voices from people that look like me so often to the detriment of marginalized voices, because of this, people will listen to me even subconsciously more attentively or maybe believe me more often than a marginalized person. I don't think I have better stuff to say than a lot of other really quality people or podcast experts in the field of mental health. I'm just speaking to what I have experienced and what I know, and I know that privilege has made it so that my little bit of knowledge is maybe overvalued in a certain way when you compare it to marginalized people. I won't get as much pushback on stuff I share Compared to a Latina woman or a black queer person, for example. People are not mm, looking to defraud me or defame me in the same way. I don't get racism disguised as critique of subject. I name that because we have to address systems of oppression and privilege in order to cultivate holistic mental health care. Sometimes I forget this. I can get so caught up in trying to make content, I maybe center myself more than I should. And that's not good. That is me passively walking through this space. I don't only want to share my voice and center myself. So here's what I want to do in the future of this podcast. I want to share works and perspectives from marginalized communities. I want to cite sources for what I share, so I know I'm not like taking credit. Quote me on this. The things that I share are from other people a lot of the time, some of it's unique in how I've conceptualized it with my specific story, but a lot of this stuff is from stuff I learned from a professor or from a book. So when possible, I want to credit these sources. I want to have other people share their own words on this podcast, people from different uh, identities. That's what I want to do. And so from time to time, there's going to be somebody pop on and they're just going to talk. They're going to share something about mental health, whether their story, whether it be um, their own learnings, if they're a counselor, things of this nature. That's what I want to do because I think it's equitable. I think it's equitable. So for the few of those who are listening, you are allowed to hold me accountable to this. If you see me slip, if you see me forget to center voices or cite, You can email me DM me let me know if you have feedback at any time. I mean that you don't have to be my accountability partner if you do not want to but you're able to. I'm open for feedback. I want to listen. I want to receive these things In mental health. We have to evaluate our own privileges, or the oppression that has been put on us from the systems around us if we want to grow or heal as a man. I have to understand how toxic versions of masculinity have hurt me and caused me to hurt others. I have to understand that I have been put in positions of oppression because of the identities that I hold. It's not my fault that I'm a man. It's not bad that I'm a man. It's not bad that I'm white. That's not what we're saying here. I do have to understand how the title and the identity of man has been used in a negative way towards other people i have to be aware of that and my mental health work has to involve that black women for example they need to have mental health care providers who can understand racial trauma and intersectional oppression so they know how to help them heal we need to know how our identities affect others and how we've been affected by others identities and this occurs this occurs by viewing systems and understanding how it works. So I'm going to have some of these guests come on and talk about it from these diverse backgrounds. I'm going to cite, I'm going to share more diverse resources. Um, I'm going to create a, a running Google Doc that shows some resources. Um, you can find it below linked in the description, it'll sporadically, sporadically be added to so don't expect the perfect or even a long list of yet I got to kind of gather some of these resources. Um, but that's where I'm at mental health and privilege we no longer can separate the two doing so would be detrimental to a lot of people's health and be detrimental to try to building a better society so thank you so much for being here you can connect to me on TikTok, instagram email i have a patreon for anybody who wants to contribute to my content creation i have some exclusive audio in there and all my written work is going to be public um people on my patreon might be able to get a sneak peek of it early but I want it to be public for anybody who may find it helpful. I want it to be accessible. Lastly, the person I want to highlight today who helped me inform or helped inform me in this is Joe Lumen. She is a public theologian. She has done a lot of work around faith deconstruction, faith decolonization. She talks about trauma and mental health. I'm going to link her content in the description. I did a coaching call with her recently, and she helped me understand how to move forward towards equity as I build a brand, as I do podcast stuff, uh, this, that, and the other. So with that being said, uh, I want to thank you all for listening. This week, go check out Joe and her work. Thank you so much for being here. Have a great rest of your week. Peace.